My really? tum-tum feels a little nauseous right now. Uh-oh. It could be all the Slurpee I'm, I just ate. You did, you did drink the whole thing. <laughs> or drank. I'm going to give you a little bit of a tip here, Scott Storm, on Slurpee drinking. If you don't want your tum-tum to get the rumble rumble, Stop drinking the Slurpee? Stop or just drink at the top. Stay where the ice is. Don't go down low. The, down low is where the syrup is. Oh, where is. all the syrup is. Yeah, so you yeah, got to stay the, high. Always stay high when you're drinking a Slurpee. But go it's high like, to low. High to low. Yeah, but then you miss the taste. That's <laughs> true. It's not as sweet, but you don't have that feeling where you're like, oh, gosh, I really do feel a little sick right now. <laughs> that's not, that's not a bit. I really feel like I might throw up. <laughs> don't throw up. And when there's like when when there's like a news, like a rumor that's going around this campus of like, oh, did you hear that Scott and Aaron went to the hospital? And they're like, oh, what? how what? It's like, oh, they locked themselves in a room and drank sugary <laughs> drinks for two hours in the middle of summer. People go, oh, yeah, that makes a oh, lot of yeah. sense. They, oh, they are six years old. <laughs> we always thought, you know, they ended up in the hospital, both of them at the same time. And they wanted bunk, like bunk wheelers. They asked for, they asked for, a, oh, they asked for a bunk beds yeah. in the hospital. And they're like, we don't do that. It's not even remotely safe. And they were like, they threw a big fit. So they have bunk beds <laughs> so now. We, they, we brought them bunk beds. And they also asked for transformers. <laughs> they're very happy. They're talking about not going home. This is where we live now. Four, we live three. in a hospital. It's awesome. It's not awesome. You shouldn't joke about hospitals. That's Let's true, do a podcast. <laughs> Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every Ladies day. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. It's time to throw down, y'all. Have you thought about a visit to Disneyland during your vacation? You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done. Disneyland is the happiest place on earth. Join the happy people of all ages. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. The happiest country on earth. Welcome to Bob's and Banthas, a podcast about Disneyland, Star Wars, and all the other things the Disney company owns that we love. On this episode, we're talking about the Muppets make an announcement and October can't get here soon enough. Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Vanishing Q. I make Aaron take another BuzzFeed quiz. It's the return of Freeze It, Zap It, Plus It. And in our main segment, we get ready to go back to the parks by giving new Disneyland goers their first trip tips. My name is Scott Storm, and with me is my brother on the mic, a man who keeps his hands, arms, and feet inside the podcast at all times. It's absolute Aaron Robbins. I sure as heck do. You do. I That's the only thing you keep Tato's inside the podcast. I, I keep them. I keep them close. Uh, other, I, I do make careful? some adjustments. Yeah, I'm careful with them. I need yeah, to keep are. these. These are not how I make my money anymore. No, I should just keep the keep the face inside the vehicle the whole time. That's, that's the that's money, the money maker. That's right the money there. maker right there. Welcome to episode fifty nine. Because I think I think you're right about that. Fifty nine. Which it's means getting 60s. to that point where you stop keeping count. Yeah, I like to because it reminds me when I'm editing what I'm doing. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm working on episode fifty nine. How's everything going? man big week huge week huge week monumental for you. week huge week for you you don't feel like it's a huge week for you it's like not what, what happens to one happens to the other anything well, yeah, like that I mean, going I'm on i'm living vicariously through okay this. good yes you are going to disney at the You're end of this week presents oh you don't have to give me presents. oh i mean you do but yeah. you don't have to give <laughs> okay, me okay good i'm glad that's no, the bit we're no, doing you don't you don't have to give me presents uh yeah it is a huge week you are returning to the parks yes i am thrilled, super duper excited for Returning you. Returning to the Disneyland, NorCal Disneyland lifestyle, which means a trip down I-5 yeah. tomorrow. Uh, how do you feel about that? Um, so we've been down, we went down for Thanksgiving. Right. So I've driven this is, Yeah, one. this doesn't feel unfamiliar. It's not like, oh, this is the first time in a whole year that you've done this. Yeah, if it had been the first time that I'd been down I-5, I would be very excited because I right. love that road and I love traveling it for Disney. Uh, but we did that during Thanksgiving and we've been to Burbank one other time. Right. So I drive that road pretty frequently. I love it, but we have not gone. 
where we're getting off at Harbor, pulling into a parking lot, checking in, oh and like gosh. looking at the hotel. I just haven't had that experience in over a year. Well, and that's the other thing is that you are not staying in Burbank where you usually stay. Yeah. You are staying in Anaheim. Yeah, right across the street uh, from the park. Yeah, uh, that's going to be exciting. It's a return to Disneyland, so I wanted to do things fresh. Normally, you know, we have rooms that we like at hotel rooms. Yeah, you usually do the candy cane, right? Usually the candy cane. Which is not open right now. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing a big reefer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we normally stay there or we got a couple other ones that that are our go-tos if we're, you know, trying to get a good price or yeah. a specific. Yeah. Uh, at Disneyland, I tend to like to be on the first floor. Like in the old school you days. You do? Yeah. I used to love to be like on the top floor of whatever, especially sure. if it was one right across like the Marriott or something where you could see fireworks right. possibly. Right. I used to love that. But now I'm like, I got to bring all this camera gear in. I got to bring all this like oh, these yeah. luggage in. Just put us on the first floor and-, and well, Make and you're quick. not doing the wait for the the elevator too. That's the other yeah. nice thing about being on the first floor. You're bring are you bringing a bunch of stuff down? Uh, yeah, we're bringing some filming stuff down, yeah. and then we'll travel light and clothes, I think. But uh, yeah, so we're staying across the street at uh, Castle Inn and Suites at a, a hotel we've never stayed at before. So I'm happy to tell you what my first impressions of and that of is that close, are. close to the park. I mean, for yeah. our non Disneyland friends, the Castle Inn and Suites is literally across the street on Harbor, uh, like right, uh, just a. Uh, a jaywalk yeah. uh, to the main gate. It is a jaywalk to the main gate. Yeah. You, you go down to where that buffet is and then cross right. cross there. It's funny, though, when you tell somebody that you're st- staying at the castle, Castle Inn and Suites at Disneyland, they go, oh, yeah, which castle one is that? Is that the one over right, off yeah. of Ball Road, or is that the one that's yeah. got the carousel in the window, or is that the one down the street with this the This is the one that is the big, uh, the, the, it is yeah. the, the castle. Yeah. And the parking is inside the castle courtyard, right? I believe it is, yeah. yeah. There was one that was closer to the freeway that that has also had turrets and stuff, yeah. and it's changed own owners a few times. We used to walk that one. Man, that was a that was a walk I mean, up Disneyland, so, yeah. up Magic Way or whatever, then downtown Disney or whatever. You're just dying. But. How was your week, Scott Storm? My week is good. Yeah. It's good. I did uh, some landscaping over the weekend. Okay, more I'm landscaping. Gonna, I'm going to do more landscaping this weekend. Yep. So while you are enjoying the benefits of the happiest place on earth, I will be landscaping. More. More. And posting on Instagram and having an Instagram party with our Instagram. I may have an Instagram party where we listen to uh, '90s uh, hip hop and R and B. Right on. And uh, while I'm while I'm rolling sod. Yeah, I heard you yeah. got a case unrolling sod. Yeah, I'm I heard you got sod. I heard you got some bad sod, and just I just wanted to express my concern. I frustration. appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. It's I'm working through it. It's a process. It's a process. Um, I did, by the way. Uh, Talk to me. Tell bring me. Bring this back to Disney related stuff. Oh, good. The family and I watched. A vintage classic episode of the Muppet Show. Oh, really? And, which, uh, which one? Uh, with Mark Hamill. Oh, of course. And yeah. uh, and it was it was put to a vote, and everybody said, "Let's watch the Mark Hamill one." We watched the Mark Hamill one. Not only is it just a great episode, yeah. all in all, and Mark Hamill is given it like a hundred and ten percent. And one of the things that my wife said, she's like, "I love watching grown adults just." Be silly, yeah. And have you know, fun, the, yeah. the, being on the Muppet Show Access really requires you to be, yeah. Be, you have be to silly. go with it. And he's just so he's one hundred percent committed to the silliness of the Muppet yeah. Show. How much fun! It was very fun. Although the you know the, the entire Muppet series is available on Disney Plus. I'm going to watch that Mark Hamill episode. I haven't seen you it should. forever. Uh, you had um, not did we have we talked about this enough? Tell I feel me. like with banter's gone along. I've noticed the banter's. All right, we're going to get to the news. Okay. But really quickly. Okay. Yeah. You had, you told me a story earlier this week. Oh, yes. Long story. About, it was a long story. Yep. But it's not going to be long here. I'm going to give you just a real quick, yeah. Bullet point, what happened in a segment that I call 
drone woes. Drone woes, yeah. Well, you know, on, it was Mother's Day weekend. We wanted to go out and celebrate and do some filming. I, I do a lot of, you know, California travel filming stuff. And uh, we ended up on a, on a, on a, on apparently a private road in the back end of, the, of a swamp. Which on, you did not know on, about. No, not, not at all. It was yeah. paved. Google Maps told us to be there, but I ended up on a private property road in the middle of nowhere uh, on, a, on a swamp ranch, sort of, you know, I don't know what was going on out there. And I thought this is probably a perfect place to put a put a drone up. And, yeah, so you uh, did. So I put the drone up in the sky footage. and then uh, never happened before the drone just fell out of the sky. I yeah. don't know what happened. Uh, and then I went to try to recover it and got into an altercation with a with an, an older gentleman that looked like he might have had a professional career in, in re, uh, wrestling alligators. I'm not saying he oh, did. Yeah, yeah. Very much looked like Very that was, leathery skin. Yeah, and like, yeah. oh, this guy could wrestle a crocodile. Do you have I, a big belt buckle? Yeah, yeah with okay. attachments. It was like it was like oh. it was like a like a mid America belt buckle if mid America belt buckles were made for Batman. Yeah, okay. It, it was right. like, it was that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, he had my my drone and told me I couldn't have it anymore. And, and he uh, held it for ransom. He did hold it for ransom yes. and over the course of the next 24 hours we came uh, to an arrangement that I was not in fact a real estate spy or a spy from any organization. Or, yeah, any spy whatsoever. <laughs> I was just a, a, a C-level podcaster that wanted to fly my little C-plus. <laughs> C-plus level. You know, that I wanted to just, you know, fly my, my little helicopter around his yeah. property and he would not like me to do that. So yeah, he charged me a ransom but I got my yeah. I got my little helicopter back uh, and when I went to and when I went to pick up my helicopter I had my back, bike on the back of my car made a quick stop to pick up some groceries for dinner my bike got stolen. So that was your my weekend. weekend. In a nutshell, your weekend in a nutshell. Yeah, that was my weekend in a nutshell. This is what happened. Yeah. You had a drone that got shot down by an old swamp coot. <laughs> is that what we call him? Yes. Can you say that? I think you can. Okay, great. I'm saying it now, yeah. which then he held for ransom. Yes. So he made money out of the deal. He probably stole your bikes too. It could it could be. Um, yeah, I this got, is stuff that only happens in Florida. This happened in Northern California, but it felt very Floridian. I mean, we were on out on the Floridian. Delta, so there yes. was there was animals I wasn't familiar with. Right. There were things hanging from trees that yeah. I didn't know. The difference well, between like a, Spanish moss, yeah, stuff right. like that. Yeah. Like the different what constituted an RV, a houseboat, and a and an island. I wasn't yeah. sure, and a fan boat maybe. Yeah, like a fan boat. Like I right. didn't know what was going on, yeah. and then I, like I thought it was abandoned, and and so I was like, oh, this right, is but a, no, there was a swamp coot that lived there. <laughs> yeah, and it was yeah. very and it had like a million cameras when I when. When he came out and I looked around, I was like, there are cameras everywhere. Did you see any Don't Tread on Me flags? <laughs> I did not, but there were some other flags. I don't want to get another three or so review, <laughs> so I won't tell you what was on those flags. Yeah. But I was like, I am, I'm in danger. Like, I'm in danger. Yeah. I need to be like. It's exciting. It was not exciting. I mean, it's exciting to hear it. I'm sad that you had that experience, but I'm also like thrilled. Yeah. Because that was like the most exciting thing At that's happened At one point he asked for my phone time. and wanted to look through every single picture on my phone. Yeah. And I was like, I got a, I got a nice family. He'll probably enjoy this time together looking through families. Yeah, your kid, your wife and kids were with you oh yeah this. right there yes he was so focused on me i don't think that he noticed that there were other people there but we almost had a photo album where we sat down on, on a, a grassy knoll where there were palm tree you know fronds had yeah. fallen off from a shotgun blast i don't know and we just went through my photo album We're like oh this is my friend scott and he's being silly don't doesn't, show him pictures of me <laughs> doesn't his hair look good he looks really good there uh and so you know i think he would have liked him yeah i think he, you guys would have gotten along i'm glad you're still here me I too i don't want to replace a co-host okay like and also you do the bulk of all the production. Yeah, so I mean, like, how many I, episodes would you wait to replace me if if I'd gotten thrown in some kind of cooler out there and I now? I how many get, episodes would I wait? Yeah, like would I show up here and record an episode without you? 
Yeah, or how many before I was replaced? I'd given you, you would probably keep recording One. every week. One. Yeah, probably. Okay. 59 was mine. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's what you say. Uh, ode to Aaron, and then 60, you got a new guy's name's Douglas or something. Oh, I don't even know if 59 gets you any acknowledgement other than <laughs> okay. just introduce Doug. Yeah, just that there's going to be some changes. Uh, if you hear from My Aaron, brother on the mic, Doug. <laughs> Douglas. Hi. Uh, can you call me Doug Moore? I like Doug Moore. Doug right. Lisman. We'll call you whatever you want. All right. That was my weekend. Thanks for bringing it up. No problem. Uh, let's yodel in that. We said we weren't going to go long. Yeah. Well, it's fun. Yeah. We're going to yodel in that news now. I need some kind of like crocodile type yodel, but that's going to be very difficult. Swamp yodel? A swamp yodel. I'm sure you can find one. Don't you deal, don't you daddle. You better skedaddle. You need to run for your life. You literally. It's time for news. Oh. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Uh, you were about, I stepped on something you were about to say. Just, hey, we're in the news segment. Let's talk about some news. Let's talk about some news. Not a lot of news to cover. But I find let's that do hard it. to believe. Okay. Yeah, I know. We always, I always say that, and then we go uh, extra long. Did you see the Muppets? I did. Made an announcement this week. Yeah. And it made me so happy. You were very excited. Remind me whether or not you are a Muppets fan. Um, I love the Muppets. Okay. I appreciate the Muppets. Yes. The Jim Henson Creature Shop and that whole thing he There's had going on. There's a big butt coming. I love it. But, uh, and I love the Muppet movies. Yes. Uh, I like, I love a lot of the Muppet movies. The 2011 one I'm a huge fan of. Like, all that stuff. I dig it. A lot of the variety show Muppet show episodes, the opening always crushed. Some of those episodes are not, they're not good. Thank well, you. Well, sure. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think you're going to get that with any variety show. Yeah. Sure. Any variety show it's that not, runs that a, length uh, of time. It it's not a criticism thin. of the Muppets. Not itself. at all. Yeah. No, I love the Muppets. I love the Jim Henson Creature Shop, but I would not say that I'm like a diehard Muppets fan of the Muppet Show. Some of those episodes were are hard to get through, and they don't hold up. I, I, you know, I, I don't disagree. Okay. I mean, I still love. I love the Muppets. Muppets regardless, in space. But I agree. All the time. The balcony dudes, whose names you know, and you're going to say now. Waldorf and Statler. Waldorf and Statler. All the time. Beaker. Yes. All. I always kills. Always. Oh, yeah. Keep going. So the Muppets made an announcement yeah. for a Halloween special that they'll be doing. Tell uh, me more. On Disney Plus coming this Halloween. Yay. And it is called The Muppets Haunted Mansion. Ooh. I am ridiculously excited about this because the logo for this is The Muppets and the font for The Haunted Mansion. Yes, The Haunted Mansion font. And the, uh, the conceit uh, is that... It takes place on Halloween night, yep. and Gonzo is challenged to spend one night in the Haunted Mansion. Love and it. And my understanding is that it is being filmed at Disneyland's Haunted Mansion. Oh, how much fun is that? So, uh, and in addition to that, friend of the show and close personal friend and Imagineer, Jeff Moskowitz, uh, was asked to be a consultant on the Oh, that, how much fun is that? Well. That's so, so amazing. So it's like a uh, great idea for a Halloween episode, so too. So great. I right? wonder if they'll abstract the Haunted Mansion to a Haunted Mansion that just looks, that is the Disneyland Haunted Mansion, but it's abstracted to an actual sort of Haunted Mansion, or if it'll really be like they're in Disneyland or something like that. I, I gather that it's going to oh, be I think a it's Haunted be, Mansion. Oh, I think it's going to be a Haunted Mansion. Yeah, cool. Yeah. But will be ours. But you're right. It'll be ours. And so I, fantastic. And uh, I'll be curious to see what the outside looks like. I wonder if they're going to be going for the outside 
Haunted Mansion or what, like you, like you said, what, yeah. whether or if they're going to get rid of the gates up. in the queue and make it look like, you know, and just use shots of it. I'm great either way. Muppets, Halloween, Haunted Mansion. I know. Huge win. Triple. That's a triple win. Triple win. Yeah. All right. So, so you are excited about this. I am Very. excited about this. And Gonzo's great too. Yes. And, and the, and the promo for it was with Gonzo and Pepe, who Pepe is one of my favorite modern Muppets. The shrimp? What is Pepe? Uh, he's a prawn. He's a prawn, king prawn. Yeah. yeah same as a shrimp. Uh, and and so there's just a great. It's just classic Muppets. The announcement was classic Muppets. Everything about it. Everything Fantastic. about it is great. I cannot wait. Very very excited for this. Yay! What's the next thing? Speaking of the haunted mansion. Oh yes, tell me more. Have you noticed that uh, there were some reports coming out of Disneyland that in order to achieve uh, social distancing, that they have been using the chicken exit. Uh, as an entrance to the Haunted Mansion. So you I have can, heard that, yeah. Yeah. I've um, not heard uh, that that... I heard it billed as an option that's occasionally given, and that if you're given that option, you should take it, uh, which means you don't ride in the stretching room. Yeah, you don't go through the stretching room. And so I told this to Kennedy, and she was very concerned, like, that better be an option, because the you know for her, I think a lot of the ride is that stretching sure, room. And, right. And so you're really just not getting to ride the ride the way that it was intended at that point in time. Um, and then I think a lot of other people were like, yeah, but it's really cool to see sort of a different kind of thing yeah uh, so for, for like a little a little context yeah, give it, uh you know it, when you go into the haunted mansion you go through the stretching room and then there was the opportunity to to leave the haunted mansion before you get on onto the ride itself yeah uh i think it's a fire exit but it's also known as the chicken exit yeah. so if you and and uh i, I personally experienced the chicken e- exit uh, when i was very very young really and, uh, yeah my parents took me on haunted mansion and after the stretching room, I lost them. The story goes, I lost my mind. Really? I was beyond uh, being consoled. And so they had to exit me through the, the chicken exit. Uh, and I did not go back onto the Haunted Mansion until I was like 12 years old. Fascinating story. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to go revisit this thing. Uh, well, I, so this is going to be Do my question Do you think little Scotty you. Storm's tears are still in the hallway? I think they roam those halls. Wow. To this very day. Scary. If you listen very carefully, you can hear the sound of a bratty little boy. <laughs> I don't want to ride it. I'm cool. <laughs> Is they that should, what I sound like? A, they should put a Winnie the Pooh ride in here. Winnie the Pooh's great. Or is it? I'm fine. <laughs> no, I'm not scared. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Yeah, so if you listen very closely, you can hear that. You can hear Scott Storm's eight-year-old tears. That's right. I don't think I was eight. Just seven. Just, just to clarify the record here. Well, you have to clarify. At some level, I kids think are I was not probably scared. like four years old, okay. like maybe three or four years old, maybe even younger. I don't know. At that age, you can just tell me, like, well, this is the way out. You have to sit in this doom buggy. And this is the, this is the ride itself. The only way you can get out is by riding the ride. Yeah, exit. So going in through the chicken exit mm-hmm. is obviously this, you get to see a side of the Haunted Mansion that you normally never see before. My yeah. question to you is, is that a good thing? I mean, as a Disney fan, tried and true Disney fan, maybe you like that. But what if it was your first time? What a bummer that would be. Yeah, right? I think it, I think that is the I think that is the right sort of context. If if you've been on the haunted mansion a bunch of times and it is just firmly solidified in the Christmas version and the normal version and you've just really done that thing to see something different one time, two times. Right. I would prefer if it were one time. I wouldn't want that to be like a 50-50 chance you get this yeah, for the rest exactly. of your life. But like we got stuck on Alice in the singing flower room and we're walked off that ride and so I got oh, to yeah. going through some secret passageways and um, you know, so it was kind of cool to see like there was an old cruiser bike in in one of these passageways. Yeah, yeah. and I'm just like that's cool. Like I've gone I've gone to Disneyland my whole life, and I've never known that there was this thing here. And now I know, and it happened one time. Yeah, now I have this little memory that's fading. 
Uh, and I think that's why it's important that it's just once is that memory will fade. It will become right. it will become unreal. It won't be what you remembered. Yeah. But you'll tuck it away when it just becomes like sometimes we do that now. Like uh, sometimes there's just not a queue for the ride anymore. You just you don't get to wait in line for Indiana anymore. You just go on the ride now. And it's like when that becomes an all the time thing, that's when I worry. But yeah. So I don't know. It, it's it's a hot topic in our house right now is. Will we refuse and sort of like, well, we don't mind waiting. Will you refuse? Um, I don't think so. I think we'll do it. You will? Yeah, I think it will. Will, bum. will you go through? Uh, will you go through it in the pure experience at least once though? Like, would you rewrite it to to yes. experience? Yes. From what I'm hearing, like it's it's very, Disneyland is very writable right now. Yeah, that's so what I've so heard. I think we're planning on just mainlining rides oh until we pass out. Oh my gosh! It just dawned on me. What? It just dawned on me. Uh-oh. I realize we're in the news segment, but it just dawned on me. You are going to be going on Rise of the Resistance. Yeah, more than likely. I mean, we're going to try really hard. I dreamed of going on this for the first time with you. Oh. And now I will not be doing this, but that's okay. That's yeah. okay. Well, it's in, I'm it's really in the excited plan. for I, you. I, I, last time we tried, it didn't go well. I know. Uh, but this time, we're... and then a pandemic hit the entire world. <laughs> you yeah. couldn't go uh, on it. But again. this time, we 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 got our park park hoppers for Disneyland first, yeah. so that we could go in and try to get in the early morning queue. And then, if not, there's another opportunity at one ish to get in in a secondary queue. I'm so excited for you. Yeah, I am so excited that you could experience a ride that you have never been on before. In your return to Disneyland, and by all accounts, one of the most impressive rides you could go on. Yeah, I'll text you before, and then if I call you after that, let it go to voicemail, and I'm just going to go like, you're not even going to believe it. <laughs> you don't even believe it. You stammering. You just, you just won't even believe it. You just, you're gonna be like, you don't even believe it. Okay, I just went on Rise of Resistance, and it, 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 it like, <laughs> it's like, 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 yep. like, and it's just going to be likes That's, for the next yeah, five minutes. Yeah, it's going to be a 15-minute voicemail, yeah. voicemail from me. So, yeah, it might happen. It might very well might happen. It is going to happen. You need to take a more positive approach toward this. Uh, I need to put this into the universe, this positivity. Yeah, it's it gonna, we're, we're, we're gonna We're going to rise this, this resistance. Put it into the galaxy yep. far, far away. That's what you need to do. That's the objective. That's what we're trying to do. Oh, I'm st- Oh, it just it just hit me like a ton of bricks. A yeah. revelation. Getting back to the news. Yeah, let's talk about uh, virtual queues. Okay, they are coming to Indiana Jones. Yes. So the the word is that they're testing out a virtual queue experience. Okay. Because right now, Indy Indy is using the Jungle Cruises queue. Is that real? Why? In order to For do spacing. In order to do spacing. Okay. And so that they are, uh, my understanding is that they're testing out a virtual queue option that's like Rise of the Resistance, okay. but different enough from Rise of the Resistance uh, that they're diff- able to turn it terms, on and turn it off. Uh, different in terms of like the Resi- Rise of Resistance queue I hear has some show elements before you actually get that's onto my understanding the ride. As well, yeah. They're not doing that with Indiana. They're just segment. They're just doing call times I by think app. it's Yeah. I mean, if I'm being really honest, I think it's just like a fast pass. Yeah. It seems like it's just a fast pass situation where they tell you now come back and you're going to go through, you, you will walk through the queue, uh, but you're not going to be waiting in the queue. Yeah. I remember the first time I rode that thing, yeah. I waited in the entire queue, entire oh, outdoor yeah. queue. And all the way through. Yeah, and it went, when it first opened for the first, it went past Jungle Cruise yeah. towards the hub. Yeah. And it you was could a eat, crazy you could ride days. other rides while you're in that queue, you just have friends dispatched to ride Jungle Cruise, yeah, come back, get through, in line. Yeah, it went through yeah. other attractions. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I like waiting in line. We'll talk about that later when we get to our tips segment. I, I like waiting in line. There's there's a value to waiting in line that the virtual queue system does not right. offer. Right, uh, and especially in something like Indy as well. For sure. You know, I mean, Indy is such a transition time to transition from Disneyland 
all the way through yeah. to have that experience. And Disneyland is is built, or at least I think the thought process was to use use rides to suck people off the main ca- causeways right. to get to free up space. Yeah. When everything goes virtual, if every if all the e tickets go virtual, you're putting a lot of people. And Disneyland's going to feel more crowded when it, in fact, is not. But right. It will feel that way. So, interesting. So, so they're testing this this uh, virtual queue for Indy on a hybrid basis. They, they're they going to have the regular standby, but apparently they're going to be able to flip the switch in order to make virtual appointments throughout hmm. the day. So, I'm curious to know whether or not you will end up experiencing that at some point. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. I, I'm not opposed to any of that stuff, but we'll get to we'll get to it later in the tip section. Stay tuned. No, stay tuned for the tips. If you thought this, this news section was good, wait till we get to the tip. Well, in the meantime... Aaron, yeah, I found a BuzzFeed quiz for you oh, to I take. I love BuzzFeed quizzes. I know, I know you love BuzzFeed quizzes. Oh, they're so the well put together. News Lots is of research. relatively light this week. Okay. And so how do I beef it up a little bit? Let's take a quiz. Let's take a quiz. All right. Great. This BuzzFeed quiz says, sorry, but only huge Disney Parks fans will be able to do well on this quiz. Oh, wow. So Throw down. Gauntlet is thrown, my friend. Let's see how you do. You okay. ready? I'm ready. What year did Disneyland open? Only huge Disney Park fans will be able to do well on this quiz. What year did Disneyland 1955. open? Uh, you want me to give you the choices? Oh, sorry. 1950. Okay. 1953. Okay. 1955 or 1958? 55. That's the only question. No, I'm just kidding. It's on. And you brought me a Slurpee. It is BuzzFeed. It's just one question. Turns out I'm a Slytherin because I knew Disneyland was open in 1955. That's how BuzzFeed quizzes work. Which Fantasyland ride was not an opening day attraction at Disneyland? Oh. Peter Pan's Flight. Yeah. Pinocchio's Daring Journey. Yeah. Snow White's Scary Adventures. Yeah. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. You hosted Disneyland podcast. I know, man. and I we covered this. this on, is we covered. We did a whole we, episode. We did a whole this. episode on this. I just can't remember which one it was at this point in time. So I'm gonna have to. You want to know why? Because you never did your research. Yeah. That's the reason why. I just came into it cold. You just showed up cold. I just showed up. I like to like, see where it goes. I don't I'll care. just riff. I'll just improv with Scott. I don't have to do any research. He'll bring all of it. All right, I'll go with Mr. Toads. Final answer? Yeah. Oh, no? sorry, you're wrong. What one was it? It's Pinocchio's Daring Journey. Ah. This ride did not open at Disneyland until 1983 as part of the new Fantasyland project. All right, all right. How many ghosts live in the Haunted Mansion? 999. Which attraction operated from 1957 to 1967 uh-huh. in Tomorrowland? Only be Monsanto's because the other one, yeah, it would have to be Monsanto's. You are correct. So. This says, as the name implies, it was meant to give people a look at what the house of the future would look like. Oh, thanks, BuzzFeed. True or false, Fantasyland at Disneyland does not have Mickey's PhilharMagic. True. True it does not have or true it does not not have? <laughs> <laughs> well, it does not have it. So true it does not have it. It is across the street in DCA. That's correct. How many themed lands does Disneyland have? We're calling just Disneyland Resort, right? I'm going nine then. Your final answer? Yeah. You are correct. With Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opening in 2019, the number of lands jumped to nine. What was? What is the name of the now legendary never-built attraction that was meant for Magic Kingdom? The Museum of Curiosities? No. Adventure Mountain? No. Western River Expedition? That one. Mystic River Adventure? I'm going with that Western River thing. You would be correct. Woo! Western River Expedition was supposed to be. Here's a little. Uh, yeah, tell a, me. A little uh, trivia. It was uh, supposed to be the equivalent of the Pirates of the Caribbean experience for Walt Disney World. Yeah. Because the, because the thought process was 
well, why would we build a New Orleans square with Pirates of the Caribbean when they can go to Tampa and see where real pirates existed and oh, go right. to a real New Orleans? Yeah. So they wanted to make a Western experience. Yeah. All right. And so it was a huge thing that involved both a- Rivers and West? A river dark ride. Yeah. And Big Thunder Mountain. That's sort of where all this came from. Nice. It's good. Wouldn't have bought you a Slurpee if I knew you were going to quiz me, but that's okay. Hey, listen, if you want to set something up, you are more than welcome to find a BuzzFeed quiz to give me. <laughs> Okay, well, give me two seconds. I'll find a buzz. I'm sure you quit. will. What attraction is the Magic Kingdom? Which broom are you most likely to buy on Diagon Alley? Do you like, okay, options are, do you like to go fast? Or are you just kind of like a chill out guy or a gal? Congratulations. Congratulations. You're a Rachel. <laughs> You're a Rachel, yeah. What attraction is the Magic Kingdom getting that, as of right now, is available only in overseas parks? Uh, the light cycle. That is correct. Yay, me. True or false, Disneyland Paris does not have a Snow White ride in Fantasyland. True or false? That's Disneyland true. Paris. That's true? Yeah. Final answer? Yep. That's incorrect. I meant false. It's false. The Snow White ride is an almost near identical copy, both in its exterior and the ride itself. Not anymore, BuzzFeed. Not anymore. Not anymore. That's what I meant. That's what I meant to answer is that it, it's, like, it's like it doesn't. Back? No, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> Which ride has the unique distinction of being placed in a different land in every Disney park uh, that Mansion, has it. Mystic Manor. Star Tours? No. Pirates of the Caribbean? Nope. Splash Mountain? Nope. Haunted Mansion? Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion. You were saying the Haunted Mansion has the distinction of being placed in a different land yes. in every Disney That's park what I'm that saying. has it. Yep. Pirates of the Caribbean, Splash Mountain. Why do you keep reading them? Haunted I already Man- gave you my answer. Yes. So Haunted Mansion is your yes. final answer? Mm-hmm. You were correct. At Disneyland. You're really trying to get me to score panels. Like you're, you made the worst test, Proctor. It's like, I heard the Proctor was supposed to be silent. Mine was like jabbing <laughs> me the whole time. <laughs> he skipped on playing side. It was like just psychological mind games with huh, me the entire B, time. huh? It seems like you've answered B a lot. I'm I mean, not saying, I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering, I'm just wondering, like, are you, like, have you th- thought about any of the other ones? <laughs> exactly. Uh, true or false, Shanghai Disneyland doesn't have a carousel. Shanghai Disneyland does not have a carousel. I'm going to go with false. False. I don't know what the answer to this is. I don't know it either. False. That's true. Yay. Uh, Shanghai Disneyland does have a carousel, and it's themed to Fantasia, but it's not in Fantasyland. Yeah, of course not. Which of these classic rides, you can only select one, can be found at every Disney park around the world? It's a small world. Peter Pan's Flight. Dumbo the Flying Elephant. Pirates of the Caribbean. I have no idea what the answer to this question is. I'm going to go way wow, out. I have no idea either. Now I'm going to go way it. out on a limb and go with It's a Small World because it just feels like a nice thing to do. It feels like a nice thing to put a world, a, a ride about the world in every part of the world. So See, and I would go with Peter Pan's Flight. Really? Yeah. Because of its size or just the uh, global be, appeal of that movie? I was going to say the long endearingness of that movie. Yeah. I'm going to go with Small World. Here we go. All right, here we go. Oh, incorrect. Both of us? Both of us. Wow. Uh, Dumbo. <laughs> okay. Every, right on. every Disneyland style park uh, around the world. I has, think you mean Bumbo. Uh, Canumbo? Yeah. Yeah. Bum, Bumbo, Bumbo the Flying Elephant. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how did we do? Are we true fans or does it not give us a ranking? Oh, did we rank? Oh, did boy. We, <laughs> did we rank Nimbus 2000? You scored better than 83% of all the other quiz takers. The thing is, and I know this to be true and I'm sorry to say it, but the person that wrote this quiz at BuzzFeed didn't know the answers to any of these questions when they started the quiz, but found them as they, I need, I need another question. All right, here's like a travel tip. How do I put that in a form of a question? What Disneyland park doesn't not have the something that like, 
that's that's my prediction about the person that wrote this quiz. No uh, offense, do, I do loved you, it. I thought do you think we should? Uh, do you think we should copy edit this? Edit this copy? No, should, no. I think you should release you should, it now. Just really. There's a chance. I mean, just take a second. No, 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 no. You don't understand how the internet works. Nobody cares about spelling. All right, hit submit. We don't care if this is accurate. I don't even care if you've checked these answers. What is this, a Universal Parks question? Why is this? <laughs> when, when did Jaws go down? <laughs> it's close to a Disneyland park. We, we don't really care. I'll tell you what, for not knowing anything about any Disney park that isn't Disneyland, yeah. you did a pretty good job. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're very welcome. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to take a quick break. Let's and do it. And when we come back... Uh, we're talking about the tips you need to know when heading to the park for the first time. You're not going to want to miss any of this. No, you sure aren't. Coming up next. Right after this. Because it's slurpy time. What time is it, Scott Storm? Cups don't have favorite flavors because they are cups. Because it's slurpy time. It's slurpy time, Scott Storm. Take a brain freeze daydream and drink it up. I don't understand what you're saying, Scott Storm. Listen to your tongue heart when it's calling for a Slurpee. Okay, that made me uncomfortable. <laughs> Slurpee! Slurpee time! Thanks, 7 Eleven. Yeah, copyright 7 Eleven. Brain freeze. Also, copyright 7 Eleven. <laughs> oh, wait, are we doing an intro? Yeah. I thought we just got done doing a Slurpee song. We did. Do you want to talk about Slurpees? We already have. We talked about Slurpees for four hours already. Man, my stomach feels so uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm so sorry to hear that. Next time you threaten me about, <laughs> next time you dare me to get you a Slurpee, I will not get you a Slurpee. No, no, give me a Slurpee. Okay, get you a Slurpee. But now I realize that maybe you made the right choice by getting a small for a grown hey, man. Raise your hand if you have self control in here. See, nobody's raising their hand. I'll put my head down. All I right, feel sad. Hey, uh, you're taking your trip to your first trip in an entire year yes. to Disneyland. Yes, not my first time ever, but first time in an entire year. Right, and we got an email question from a Bantheteer last week, Todd. He sent us a fantastic email that said, I've never been to Disneyland. I know. I get so excited when I hear that. I know. And he said, like, what are some tips that you would give for a first-time Disneyland attendee? We yeah. thought, that is a show. That is a show. I'm so, so excited to talk about first these trip tips yeah, is First the, trip tips is the clever thing that, that we came up with. Yep. First trip tips. So here's the thing, though. Giving tips to going to Disneyland yes. for your first time. It's like a BuzzFeed quiz. It is, and they don't, if you approach it a specific way, it, they don't tend to be different than tips just every time you go. It's like your listicle. It, it's like a listicle. Yeah. It's 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 like an elliptical when you make a list on an elliptical. Like, I should do this more often. I sh- That's what it is. That's it's a listicle? An, it's an ellipsticle. Ellipsticle. <laughs> exactly. Also, when you're putting makeup on while doing exercise, that's yeah. an ellipsticle. That is. That's yeah. what you use. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, I tried to go a little bit different with it because just any how-to-go-to-Disneyland quiz, how-to-go-to-a-list any how-to is going to tend to have the same things. It usually is in the flavor of saving money, saving time, and you know maximizing fun. And I'm not sure that that's the reason that you should go to Disneyland for a five day, for a five day you know trip to Walt Disney World where you're paying a ton of money and it really is trying to experience all these things. I, I get that, but I think for Disneyland, I tend to think of it different as, for me, I tried to approach this in terms of making memories. It's your first time. You, you, you think of it in terms less of making memories? No, or? more of making memories at Disneyland oh, and, and less of doing things or like hacking the system or like, did you know if you show up this time, you can rope drop, then you can have character breakfast, then you can go over here and do this. When I approach a first timer's thing to Disneyland, for me, I treat it as more of a make memories, understand history versus a here's how to get the absolute most for the least amount of money. Oh, interesting. Because when I approached this list, yeah. this was like things that I think people will want to know to have the 
a more enjoyable trip. Oh, interesting. Well, I can't so wait to hear it. So mine, mine's a more of a practical okay. uh, approach, but it's, I, I tried to not make it like you would find on any listicle totally. or BuzzFeed list, mm-hmm. which is just like, like you said, buy your tickets in advance. Like, I'm yeah. not going to say that. But things that I think that will make your, your trip more enjoyable. Fun, yeah. If good. you do these things. Uh, but I, I think so. I think the combination of our lists will we'll be see. a fantastic, uh, a fantastic itemization of things for the first timer at Disney to enjoy to maximize their enjoyment within the park. Right on, fantastic. I started my list uh, in, in the theme of uh, getting ready for Disneyland. Yeah, okay. And then sort of like the day-ish before, yeah. and then once you get to the park. So I kind of took it as a time thing for somebody like a fantastic Anthony. Banthetier Todd, who's going in sometime in the future. Yep. Um, what what types of things should he be doing now? Right. So, do you have one? I have yeah. one. Go ahead. One of my one of the things I always do and have have done for a while and will do for this trip too is to watch the uh, watch the it used to be on DVD. It came in a tin box set. You can watch this on YouTube, uh, but I don't know that 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 is there legally, so I can't guarantee it will be there. Uh, but I believe it's called Disneyland Secret Stories and Magic. Which is sort of a it's a it's a DVD sort of presentation. They interview uh, Julie Andrews, does a lot of hosting in it. I think Diane Disney's in there, and it's just kind of a, a fun Disneyland story of the history of the park of, and, the, of the park itself. Yeah, and it yeah. was part of that Treasures collection that came in those. Remember those tin things yes. that they had? So it was right. part of that Treasures yes. collection, uh, and I, I like it. It's it's both like well produced, tiny bit cheesy, like the right kind though. It's yeah. the right kind of cheesy. Yeah, um, schmaltzy. Would yeah. you say not uh, schmaltzy than cheesy? Yeah, it's not cheesy at all. Yeah. It's more schmaltzy. Yeah, okay. So I really like that. It, it, for me, it, it puts me in the brain space of Disneyland and and how it's different than all the other theme parks yeah. and all the other Disney parks. Now, let me um, ask you a question. Yeah. Could you do the same by watching the Imagineering story on Disney Plus, or do you think it's different? I think it is different because the the this video the video itself has a characteristic about it that feels a little older, and you know some of the people in it are not alive anymore, yeah. and so it's sort of stuck in this time period. And for me, that time period gets me personally ready to yeah. experience the park. And I would say for me, as much as I love the Imagineering story, it's definitely a series that uh, breaks the illusion. Yeah. Right. Uh, intentionally so, in mm-hmm. order to build a better story. And so if you're going to watch something that gets you pumped up, I think it's one of those things, like you said, it's more of like uh, an advertisement for going to the parks yeah. than how the parks work. Yeah, I'm for that. Like, I, I want to revisit those those how, those how uh, like advertisement videos for the parks. Because here's what I, w- I want your opinion on this. Is this happening? It feels like with the internet, with YouTube, and with Disney Plus and things like that, like you can't, and even this list, this list we're doing right now, you can't do a like, hey, did you know there was a basketball in the in the Matterhorn? Or yeah, like, you right. can't do these like these tips and these these secrets that are so old now that the internet's kind of ruined them. They're yeah. just like in circulation. Yeah, absolutely. So it, I wonder if it even pushes the Disney company to be like, we gotta we gotta tell them something they don't know. We gotta show them something they don't know. Yeah. We gotta do something wild because BuzzFeed has a quiz that has everything right. on this. So you almost you almost want to get stuck in time of like a 70s or 80s promo video where where the culture wasn't like, I've seen that. Can you give this to me quicker and in a top 10 list? Right. That's where I think like watching like old Wonderful World of Disney's like yes. hosted by Walt Disney. Yes. Like when he's talking about Disneyland. From the park. From the park is one of those fantastic things that you can do to put yourself in the mind space of going to Disneyland specifically. Yeah. Yep. Because you can see his energy and excitement about uh, the creation of the park. You get a little bit of behind the scenes stuff, but it's not so much behind the scenes stuff that uh, totally. that it loses the allure 
yeah, uh, they, or, or when the mystery making, behind yeah, it. Yeah, when they're making those videos, they're not they're not they're speaking to the average just vacationing family. They're right. not talking to like the hardcore internet person that's looking for views and likes and wants you to smash that like button, the bell, and all that. That's right. Like Disney, Walt Disney really helps channel out. Yeah, <laughs> Walt Disney don't know anything about that bell. Doesn't know anything about that bell. Yeah, yeah. And doesn't I even like know that. what a like is. He frankly. doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't know. He doesn't care. And I like that. Yep. I right agree. on. What's your What's your first thing? Um, I think that's a really good like pre Disney thing to do. Uh, one of mine is a uh, is a is a pre souvenir thing. Oh, fun! What is um, that? Uh, in, and that's ordering pins ahead of time. Uh, really for, for pin Whoa. trading purposes. Yes. Mind blown. Talk to me about this. Okay. Why? Why would you so, get them ahead of time? Well, because uh, because you can get them a lot cheaper. First of all, okay. so uh, you can go on on eBay and buy pins. Pins to lanyards.com? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> pins to lanyards.com. Sure, Ouch, you that hurt. There. Oops, you got my thumb.com. <laughs> ow, ow, get it out, get it out, get it out. <laughs> dot com. com. Yeah. Uh, right on. Yeah. Uh, if you go on to eBay, you can buy a bulk of pins. You can buy like 50, Oh, so 100. you start off. You start so you off start with off. A, So yeah. you start off and you can buy, you can pick out whatever land you want. Now, of course, Disney supplies starter sets at yeah. the parks, which you can get. And they're, they're affordable. But for the same amount of money, you can get a bunch of bulk pins yeah. that you start out with pins so I that you start tip. trading from Get from some the, ones you don't care about. Bulk order yeah. them so you get some ones that you don't you care some, about. You get some Penguin Junior pins. Yeah. You don't care about those. So that you, when you go to the pin trading stations, there's there's less of an attachment to what you started exactly. with. Exactly. And then you can start making memories. And then you, you start, so you, when you get those bulks, you go like, oh, these pins I really like. Like yeah. I already feel like I have a collection started. Or sometimes yeah. you even boost your collection a little bit because I you like get it. some some of the same. Uh, you know, there's some of the in the same set, and then you're able to trade ones right away. Yeah, I like that. That's good. That's a good tip. And also, if you are a parent, this is a parenting pro tip because for a fraction of the pi- price that you end up paying in the in the park, you get you outfit your kids all with a starter set of pins that they're trading with each other. And then that gets them in the flow of trading with people at the parks itself. Wow. Yeah. Fantastic. My next kind of getting ready thing, and it overlaps into the park, I'll give you one of the things that I have really found value in in making memories, uh, especially those first-time memories with your spouse or your kid. doesn't matter either way. Your uh, special is, someone. Your special someone yeah. is is to get your apps ready. That's just a general tip. That's going to be the Disneyland app. Yes. Uh, your travel apps, Your you know all that stuff. But then you're going to want to get an app that lets you uh, import a picture that you've taken with your phone and draw over the top of it. And almost every little drawing app in the app store uh, for whatever phone you have will uh-huh. let you do this but there, there's a bunch of apps where you can take a picture of your phone then bring that picture in and then draw with it over the top of it with like colored stuff and so it's really fun in Disney. Are you talking I'm, about like a Procreate or something like that? Like a Procreate okay. or like uh, Inkflow is, is one I believe that's like pretty good. Like an Adobe good. Illustrator? Any kind of like drawing app will probably let you import it. we keep listing a, them? <laughs> you can if you want. I don't want we don't earn commission on any of these. Um, and so what you do is when you're waiting in line or you're, where you're, you have some downtime, you're sitting, you're waiting for food or something like that is you take a picture of your kid, uh, in Disneyland and bring that into your app. And then you draw mouse ears over the top of them, or you give them makeup, or you turn them into a pirate, or whatever. Uh, and then you save that picture, and then your kid takes a picture of you, and then they, you know, use the, the drawing things to. <laughs> why are you giving me that look? I don't know about this. Really? Wait, why not? Keep going. Keep finishing your sentence. Oh, that's it. So you just have a collection of pictures from the park that you've drawn drawn over the top. You know, you've turned your kid into like you've given them mouse ears, or like you put like a different outfit on them that you've drawn. You over do the this top. in the park? Yeah. You well, draw, we're waiting. draw it in the park. On an app with my finger, yes. It's good. They're cute pictures, and then they get to do it too, and they love it. It's like an interactive thing. They put a pirate patch on your eye. and uh, How know. quick is this drawing? Oh, I don't know, 37 seconds. I'm in. 
Okay, now I'm in. It. I'm in. Right. I'm thinking. I'm thinking extended time, sort of looking down and doing no, you this in, thing. in in waiting for food to get to your table, which takes around eight to ten minutes. Gotcha. You can probably do this four times. Understood. Yeah. Now I get it. Okay, now I good. get it. Yeah. it. You're scribbling over each other. You're scribbling over each other. Yeah. yeah. As a, as if you were, you know, scribbling on a piece of paper. Yeah, like you're at a bus, you're at a bus stop, and you want to draw a mustache on the on the advertisement that's at right, the bus stop. Right, you just stop, draw it on your kid, instead. but you draw a kid, and they draw, and they draw it on you. I get it. This it's is hilarious. a great. This is a great. Tip. It's fun. You should I do like it. That. Get an app that you can draw on. Bring a poacher in. Take pictures of your kids while you're. That's waiting a for first food. time tip. That's an anytime tip. It, we do it all the time. That's a great tip. Very I, fun. I'm, I'm enjoying that tip. Well, I'm glad I won you. I'm glad I won you over. You did. Yeah. It, I mean, it took me. It took me some time. Yeah. My tip three, you're not going to like, which is spend as much time on your phone as you can. Oh boy. Joking. That's a problem. Uh, my next one is again, it's a pre, it's a pre park. Okay. Uh, but a, a playlist, a Disney playlist to get you in the Disney mood. Yeah. We have a road trip playlist, uh, that, that we have when we drive down. It's, you know, our favorite selection of Disney movies, uh, or uh, Disney music. It's a couple hours long. It's long enough where you're ready for something else when you're done with yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Uh, and but but you know you you listen to it when you first start off the trip because you get really excited, mm-hmm. and then you're still driving for several hours. So then you listen to an audiobook or podcasts or just nothing for a little while. Totally. And then you bring that music back in as soon as you uh, get south of Los Angeles because then suddenly the, the excitement starts to get to build. For us, generally the sun is setting or it has set at that point. You're rolling in to the park in the evening. Disney music is playing, and you are ready. You are in the Disney mind space. Yeah. Uh, you're back into the Disney mind space after a long trip. That was exactly my next two. Stock up on podcast music that puts you in the mood. Uh, we do something similar, at least I do, where it's like, you know, you want a week, a week out, listen to ambient Disneyland music. But then yeah. on the drive down or when you're getting close, it's it's all stop on that stuff. The next time we hear that song, we want to be, in, be the in the park. Yeah, right. so I do put it. I like to put a pause on it, but yeah. it's not a hard rule, but... Typically, we don't listen to it on the way down. It's before. And then we get like work and stuff. You want to, you want to like, not, yeah, sure, get excited. For yeah, you want to like not think about work and you just want to like put, put some AirPods in and, and just be yeah. like, uh, totally spaced. Now, here's right my now. question for you, preference yeah. wise. Okay. Do you enjoy listening to like the area loop music? Yes. You do. Yeah, I love so it. You'll listen to that uh, outside because I try to treat that, I personally try to treat that as like a Disney only experience mm-hmm. uh, because. Even though that does bring the the park to me, yeah, it feels like yeah. But but if I can only get that in the park, that just is yeah. I do I do look into the the area loops, and it's funny. Uh, I like almost all of them. There's one that I really don't like. Uh, I believe it is the blue something bakery okay. loop, where it's just the song is like when you hear it without people around and without not being at that thing. It just it's like it why is this so like... jaunty? Like what is going on with this song? It's so like I don't want to ever listen to this. And then but you hear it in context and you're like, this is dope. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm fine with it. And uh, ride through audio if I've been on the ride, we we listen to that, sure. but not yeah. on the way down. Yeah. And then we were talking about this before we got onto the show, but we, but both of us need to purge ourselves of any Disney music on the trip back. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Once, once, cause there's sadness, there's sadness in your sure. heart. And so you don't want to like keep that wound open and listening to Disney music on the way home for me would be like just pouring salt on a wound of not being there anymore. Oh, see for me, it's more just like, okay, like I, I've had my fill. Yeah. I've, I've filled up as much as I can. I just need a small break from it. Right. But I can't jump from a Disney park and we're not going to relive the memories by listening to Disney music right now. Yeah. We'll relive the memories by talking about the the memories we had. I think my next one's terrible. But uh, if you haven't been to any Disney park, 
is probably at least something you want to think about. That's why I call the three C's. Set your expectations as far as crowds, cost, and comfort. Go. Oh, yeah. The so three C's, yep. crowds, cost, and comfort. I don't think you should look at a list that says, like, well, go go to, like, a website that tells you when the crowd predictors and whatever. I'm just saying be aware of it. Going just to Disneyland, be aware. Yeah, when, going to Disneyland when it's packed is not always a bad experience. Knowing that things are expensive is just something you should know. That doesn't mean don't splurge or don't set something aside to do it. Uh, and you are going to be uncomfortable at some point in the day. If you're going to go during the summer and it's really crowded, you're going to get really hot. There's a three-hour period that is almost unbearable. But yeah. it's going to cool off at night yeah. and it's going to be awesome, but you have to get through that period. So just set your expectations. Expectations for crowds, costs, and comfort. Crowds, costs, and comfort, or as we like to call it, the three C's. The three C's. You can get, get our training program. You sure can. It's uh, it's very affordable, and we have it a is. lot of different price levels for those it's who need financing. Breaking it down with the with, three C's. With the three C's. That's right. Yeah. So cost, comfort, and crowds. Crowds. Thank you. I almost forgot. Uh, all of those three, all three of those things, you can expect. Yes. But you can also manage all three of those. For things. sure. For sure. And it depends on the day that you go. Mm -hmm. It depends on how uh, crazy commando you go. Uh, and when I say commando, <laughs> please, please, ex please explain. I understand how that's a cost, cost saving and probably comfort saving. But. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, I mean, what I mean is if you're going nonstop. Yeah. Right. If you're going just nonstop. Uh, that that is also a comfort thing. Yeah, it's also managing. You know, again, you can manage your crowds if you're not going all day long. If you're taking a break in the middle of the day, you can also manage that with cost, or you can also manage costs that way. Yeah. Uh, yes, I agree. There is a way to manage costs, comfort, and crowds. However, you should expect all three of those, and therefore, you should figure out how to manage those things. Yeah, and I think the problem comes from when you've seen Disney media. It is it, at a professional level is not presented in a way that is. You're, you will have that at it some is time. Not, it, is not, it is representative. It is not accurate. It is not accurate of your whole day. Correct. You, you will probably have that experience at some point in your day. But the And I even forget. Like I've been to Disneyland a ton of times. And I even forget There's during the summer, there's going to be this point where I'm like, I, I can't even move. Like I cannot move right now. And if I don't prepare myself for like, it's going to thin out, it's going to be better, there, I will still find magic, then you, you, you almost forget because you see commercials and you see stuff and right. you see people and you go like, oh, it's going to be, we're going to go down and I can't wait. What ride are you going to go on first? And it's like, I don't know. <laughs> Depends on what the crowds look like right, when we yeah. get there. Yeah. It could be nuts. I'm just going to run straight down Main Street without yeah. stopping. Not really. No, probably not. Yeah. Probably not. Depends on when you go. Now here, th this uh, brings up one of my tips. Oh, the but three a question D's? for you. Dancing, uh, deodorant, and debutantes. That's right. Okay. Uh, and Disney. It's 4Ds. And Disney, of course. It's, 4Ds. it's the 40s. <laughs> it's like a 4D experience. Yeah, it's like a 4D experience. Uh, do you, one of my tips is going to be take breaks. Oh, like, yeah. And especially take a midday break. Yep. Like that was one of, one of the greatest tips that I think I could give anybody going in a park, especially if you're going with kids, especially if you're going with kids, is leave the park in the middle of the day. Wow. It feels very counterintuitive. Yeah, I'm totally I'm totally not on that page. Really? Yeah, I'm so not on that It page. is joyous. Yeah, I'm and, sure. And and the reason, it's very, it's hard to leave. It is. It's hard to leave. However, you will enjoy your day as a whole so much more if you leave in the midday. And I mean, you leave it around 11 o'clock, Okay. And come back at around three o'clock. Yeah. Right? You take the. You take wow. For the first time. Are you sure this is a first time tip? I think so. Okay. Especially if you're with kids. First time with kids. I wouldn't. You're I saying carve I out four hours in the middle of a one day trip? You're assuming a one day trip here? Well, I'm allowing for it. I'm saying I don't know. If you go rope drop to kiss goodnight with kids, 
you absolutely have to carve out a yeah. couple hours in the middle of the if day. If the park's open till uh, midnight. Yes. Which would if not... it's closing at like nine o'clock, yeah. m- maybe not. Yeah. If it's closing at nine o'clock, then my advice is go over to Tom Sawyer's Island in the middle of the day yep. and stay there for at least an hour. Yeah. You know, it's a tough call, man. People, families go either way on this. I'm yeah. going to say for a first time tip, I wouldn't allow it in there. We don't even allow it as, as now. Like we try really hard not to work the park, but yes. Pacing, yeah, but your kids are older. Even when they were young, uh, even when they were young, we'd find a, a shady spot and, 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 you know, sleep in the park for an hour or two, but not leave. Sleep in the park? We'd let them sleep. You know, we'd kick them under some shade. You know, I would prop the prop the stroller up. So oh, then, And then carry, we would go ride stroller. rides. Yeah. And like Disneyland security is really good. So you can leave your kid. You just leave your kid <laughs> for a while? You can leave your kid yeah. wherever you want. You're like, is, can I just leave the stroller here? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, great. Like, no, 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 but you have to take your kids <laughs> nope. with you. I'm already, Sorry, already in line. What? I didn't hear you. Yeah. I don't know. It, you can go either way. I, my uh, Jason, who you know, they're big fans. Oh, is this of, about your your other podcast? Yeah, they're Disney big fans podcast? of the taking the break or whatever. Ah, it's like great. Be, Jason's be, a smart guy. Being rested, we're all about like pacing. So you go fast, slow, fast, slow. Uh, no, you go home. You you go back to your apartment. Exactly. See, you just said home, and that wrecks the yeah, whole. Yeah, you go thing. back to your apartment. No, I mean, hotel. <laughs> See, it whatever work. it is, you're getting out of the flow. Why would you want to leave the magic once you're in the magic? Because stay in the magic flow, people. Because you you go to your hotel. Okay. You draw the blinds. Mm. You get your jammies back on. Do you really yeah. even change out of your clothes? You change out of your clothes. Wow, it's like got, a two for one day. And then you and then you lay down and you just conk out. You yeah. just take a hard nap hard nap for a couple of hours what does that do to the memories you made in the day does it make it feel like that was a different day and it so locks them in it locks them in it okay so it's like in. it's like locking in the freshness yeah you're locking in the freshness are you sure you're sealing it up okay and then you go and you take a nap and then you wake up and you're like and you feel rested and you sort of splash some cool water in your face you open up those drapes boom it's the middle of the day and you are fresh as and a ready daisy to ready to go until closing all right We'll just and have then, to disagree and on that. And you've bypassed all those crowds. All those yeah. people are gone because they've tapped out or they're yeah. sleeping under trees. Or their kid just lost it. Yeah. Or their sleep- kid just melted down. Yeah. But you, you are ready to go. That's from Scott Storm, and I can appreciate the logic behind it, but I, I summarily reject it. Now, listen, if my yeah. kids are older and they are ready to just, you know, blitz the day. Then maybe that's a little bit of a different story. Yeah. At that point, I may need a break. Yeah, exactly. I know I'm in that boat now yeah. where I'm like, wouldn't it be cool to just go sleep for a little yeah, bit? Yeah, because you can't sleep under a tree. No. That's weird. Yeah. You fall asleep in Disneyland, like they're going to ask like, you. Did he have too many Slurpees? Yeah, Is he dead? Gonna, he might just take a pulse. Yeah. Is he okay? So you may need to go take a break in the middle of the day now. Yep, it was one of my tips is to pace yourself but not leave the park. Uh, the other thing I, I'd say if you're going for the first time, I don't know how you feel about this. I don't know if this is even a really good tip. Uh-oh. I like to wear a shirt that's oh, not- Oh, you like to wear a shirt? Yeah. It's not Dis- like a Disney shirt, but something that uh, kind of, you know, pick out your your outfit intentionally. Be in, put some intentionality here. Well, outfit. you know I'm going to get behind that. Okay. I believe in dapper dressing. Or not dapper necessar- or just- Not necessarily dapper day, but I believe in dressing well. Dressing well, yeah. Yeah, yeah just that, that's what I'm talking about is yeah. just think about it. I don't know that you need to wear a Disneyland or a Disney-related shirt, but think about the outfit that you're going to wear. You're going to have some pictures taken in sure, it. Sure, right. A lot of people are going to be looking at you in line, and sometimes they strike up conversations about whatever, and you meet people you, you wouldn't normally meet. Uh, this brings a good question. Oh, yeah. What are you wearing on the day that you go to Disneyland? Uh, Kennedy is bounding as Winnie the Pooh, and okay. that, that outfit has arrived and looks fantastic. Awesome. Uh, I haven't decided yet. Probably bobsleds and banthas. I was hoping that was the answer. I was wondering how long it would take for you to get to that answer. Okay. Yeah. Well, it took uh, 11 and a half seconds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I'll, well, I think. uh, Did you get a new bobsled shirt? Did you get a new bobsled shirt or are you wearing an older one? 
Uh, yeah, I think I got a new. You're leaving we, in two days, like, so you have yeah. to have this thing planned out. Or it could or be coming today. Tomorrow. I definitely have like a we like theme parks thing that I probably will wear. I might do a couple. I might just wear all the theme the podcasts. All of our podcast friends, I'll switch them out throughout the day. Yeah, because if they catch me in a we like theme parks or a Disney assembled, uh, you know, or earful runner yeah. shirt, I don't have to buy them a Dole Whip. That's true. I want to. I want to minimize my exposure to having to buy people a Dole Whip. No, 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 no. Wait a second. It's not if you're wearing a Bob Sussmanthus shirt. It's if somebody else is wearing wow, a Bob Sussmanthus shirt. Wow, my whole plan's out shirt. the window, so I can just wear a bobsled shirt the whole day. Yeah, because this is what's going to happen. If you're wearing like an Earful Runner or like a Disney Assemble, and they're like, Disney Assemble, I love that podcast. You're going to be like, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's and good. And then it will never come up that you are the host yeah. of uh, Bob Sussmanthus unless you bring it up, which is going to look really weird. What do you think the likelihood is that if I wear, you know, if we have full bobsled shirts representation, anybody has any idea? Do you think it is very, very, very low or there's some real possibility? I think it's really low. I think there's some possibility. Okay. I have faith in our Bantheteers. Right. I have fan- faith in our listeners that there that someone or a cast member for that matter would okay. go, I know what that is. Well, we'll see. I'm look I'm I will be fine if I'm proven wrong, but I like to aim high. Yeah, I know you do. I know. Uh so that was it. To think about how you're dressing. It's cool. It's cool to it's cool to look cool. Let's let's keep on dressing right now. I think we should, because I only went half today, and so I was hoping you would say when I got here that I could finish dressing. Well, but it's the upper half that is dressed. Yeah. And the good thing is you're sitting behind a table right now. Yeah. So we're good as far as you're I'm concerned. You're the one that brought up going commando in the park. I meant in the park. I meant like. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Clearly you did. I meant the other kind. Just like. Like, you know. Going for it. Going for like it. Like a commando. A, yeah, like a commando. <laughs> right. <laughs> like a 1980s kids reference to yeah, like, a video game. Yeah. Right. Like, like a Schwarzenegger yeah. movie. Right. That's what I meant. Yeah. The Alyssa, I'm sorry, the Alyssa Milano movie. That's what I meant. Wow. Uh, shoes. Oh, yeah. What are your thoughts? Wow, you can tell. There's two types of people that wear flip-flops in Disneyland. Super locals. And, and psychos. And, <laughs> psychos. I look at, and sometimes, like, I think I've seen this. Tell me if I'm wrong. I think I've seen somebody in Disneyland wearing the flip-flops you get after you've gotten your nails painted, and they give you throwaway yeah, flip-flops right. just to get home. The little foam things? Just, like, the thinnest. Yes. And I was like, you're going what 12, 14 hours you? in that thing? How long have you been here for? 15 minutes? But you know, like, you know, like a so, it's like you said, it's SoCal or Psycho. Yeah, <laughs> when right. you see somebody right. wearing a flip-flop, you're like, this is what they do. They're from SoCal. Yeah. It's a flip-flop culture. They are not doing it all day long. They're not, I mean, they're not at Disney all day yeah. long in flip-flops. Yeah, so I, I'm not a flip-flop person in the park. I'm a, I'm a reasonable, uh, I think, I mean, if you want me to give you my exact shoe choice. Would you do a sandal? No, never. I've done a sandal before. Oh, no, I would only wear uh, a Hoka Ono Ono. That, that, that would be it. I don't know. Is that, is that, it's like a, is it's that like a, bro- broke up the Beatles? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's a running, it's a, it's a running shoe where you're running on like a cloud-like texture. Oh, is that right? Yeah. That's what you wear to the park? Uh, yeah. Disney runner, run, run, run princess knows what I'm talking about. A pair of Hoka's in the park. You're just walking on clouds all day. That sounds great. Oh, it's good. So that's what I wear. I wear a comfortable running shoe if you want, if you want to know. Yeah. I'm way more concerned about the backpack situation than I am the shoe situation. Yeah, so do you want to go into the backpack si- situation? The only thing I can tell you about the backpack situation is you'll probably need one. You can shove it Absolutely. in a locker like uh, some people try to do. I'm more a fan of carrying the backpack. And just keep in mind, you're going to be taking this thing on and off Everything. Repeatedly. Everything. So so just know that it's going to be coming off a lot. Usually when you're getting on a ride, you're going to have to store it. So try to think about, can I get this on and off easily? Can I shove it on or something easily? Uh, and just that. Just your backpack selection is very personal. But sure. Do it, you are going to be taking it on and off a lot. I 100% uh, recommend carrying a, a backpack all day long. Yeah. Uh, however, I also recommend getting a locker. 
Yeah, a lot of people a lot of people jam on the locker. I think the locker and and this is this this is a mistake that I've made. So so uh, learn from my mistake. I got a locker in the latter half of the day when I really could have gotten it at the beginning of the day and made good use of it. Yeah, all day for long. sure. The only downside with the locker is that it requires you to come back to a main point over and over again. Yeah, generally that's Main Street. So yep. unless you, I think you could go to uh, Adventureland. I think Adventureland has lockers as well. Mm, I don't know. That I that's could true. be misremembering right now. I know that there are on Main Street. We use those ones on Main right. Street. Right. So the Main Street lockers are really good. And again, if you take my tip of taking a break, you're going to be going back out through Main Street at some point. So you stop there, no problem. You stop there, no problem. You leave whatever you need so you don't have to, so that way you don't do bag check on the way back into Disneyland. That right there is a pro tip. If, if you're going to be leaving, if you're going to be leaving the park right. multiple times, is to uh, you stash everything in a locker, stash you leave, locker. and then you just you just breeze right through. Check. We don't use it as much as we can. We're very you know because kids change their needs pretty frequently. Correct. They're freezing cold and then they're really hot within right. about five minute span. So I tend you know we tend to I was very big backpack people. Uh, and then the only thing I say I'll say is that if you're wearing a lanyard and any sort of hanging thing. Uh, that when you take your backpack on and off, especially if you wear a messenger style bag, it has a tendency to pull on that stuff and you will... Would you carry a messenger bag? In uh, forever, the... I wore a messenger bag in Disneyland. In Disneyland? Yeah. See, I am not a... Not like a full, like, not like a full one, but a messenger, a side, a single, a single strap. A single strap. Bag. Yeah. I, it's not um, a good move. No, I, I'm, typically a, I'm typically a messenger guy as it is. Yeah. But for park purposes, uh, always a backpack. Always a two-strap. Just because you can pull it off and it doesn't get hung up on your lanyard and all that right. stuff. Yeah, I don't know if that's a first-timer tip or that's just a luggage tip. It may just be a luggage tip. Yeah, right on. Okay. Yeah, tell me. Since we're got? talking backpacks. We are talking backpacks. I'm going to talk really quickly about two things I think you absolutely need to pack in your backpack. Okay. One, phone charger. Okay. 100%. I would even suggest this from the guy that was all upset that uh, that I even referenced a phone. You're going to be using yours so much that it's going to run out of batteries. Here's the problem. Okay, okay? you're going to be taking photos on it unless you're carrying a separate camera, which you're crazy if you're carrying a separate camera. Right. Unless you are a professional photographer, stop it. Yeah. Just okay. stop it. Wow. Okay. Take photos on your phone like a normal human being. Okay. <laughs> all right. Two. Uh, and don't be blogging in there either. Don't blog in. Don't take a camera to blog in the park. How about I, how about recording a ride through on your first trip? You want to remember that ride through, and so you're gonna you're gonna do it on your phone. If you're gonna if you're gonna be bush league enough to record a ride through on your first trip, you can do it on your phone. You That's don't need a professional league. camera. Okay. Okay. Uh, second of all, so you're gonna need a charger because, and as much as I don't like using the phone in the park, yeah, it is a necessity at this point. Oh yeah, and for you sure. don't want to run out of juice. No. So you need to have a charger with you. Preferably, you get one with like a solar power charger on it as well. Okay. So when you're taking a break in the park and you're eating at a at a you know a, a tabletop or something yeah. like that, you can pull out that that solar charger, plug your phone in, and charge it. It charges up the battery in the solar battery pack, yeah. and it charges up your phone so that if your phone dies at some point, you're good to go. You haven't right you haven't on. lost yeah, yeah. any juice. Second thing, second thing, if you're not going to get a solar powered separate battery and charger. Then bring a power strip with you. A power strip, like with prongs and like multiple things. Yeah, this is the only time I've ever heard this tip Let ever in my life why. for anything. It's a great idea. You're gonna love me for saying this. What can I do with this? You're gonna when you find a place to plug in your phone. Yeah, there are gonna be lots of guests around you that are also gonna want to plug in your phone. Yeah, if you want to become their best friend, you well, bring this a power is a making strip. Friend tip. You plug that power strip in. Y'all get now, on in this. Come guys. on in. Come get some juice. It's yeah. right here. You don't have to wait for me, and everybody will thank you for it. Mom, my phone went black. It doesn't work now. I just plugged it into this guy's power strip. Eh. Well, here's the other thing, yeah. right? If you're going with a family, like family like yours, yeah, you, you got, got to. four phones you're managing. That's true. You, I mean, you you can't all just wait and plug in, in each other's stuff. 
you put that power strip, your whole family's charged. Counterpoint, I, I do like at the end of the day when you get towards like 9, 30, 10 and you're at like 7% battery power that you have to like figure out how to make that work and you start like, well, no more pictures. We got to turn the brightness down on the screen. Go it's going on airplane mode right now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We're only bringing it up to scan like fast passes or whatever, but it's pretty much zero fun. I do like that little like That's game insane. that you have to play. That's it's crazy. Fun. That's like driving on empty. It, I like that too. I Not at Disneyland. Yeah. I don't want to run out of critical moments. I know. I like I like it. I, it shows like you've been in the park, you've been using your phone, like you can be like, man, I got no battery power. We got to be careful. We got to be careful or we have to leave. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. What happens when you have to call an Uber and nobody has juice? That's true. I mean, I, I would not, that's true. I'm thinking you're staying in a hotel near there and you can just whatever, walk. It's not a big deal. I but I do right. like that. I like that hit of, of adrenaline at the end where I'm like, <laughs> we have 7%. We have to make smart choices. Wow. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. Yeah, break your own power strip. I love you going through security, and they're like, "Like, what the heck is?" What, what I'm making friends, guys. What are you plugging in the Chuck E. Cheese band with this. Just, what are you doing? Just think of how many people they really will you, thank you because you have brought a power strip that have they you can charge. Ever it. seen this before in real life? Somebody with a power strip that's like, "Yo, everybody over here, I got outlets. I got dots in here." I have literally packed a power strip before, and I have somebody say. Man, that was a good idea. It is a good idea. It's just <laughs> weird, but it is a really good idea. It's a great Listen, this is uh, these are first trip tips. These You're are tips. the most popular person in Disneyland. That's right, buddy. You bring it pre-bricked with everything. You got I got Android bricks, I got USB-C. Right. What I do got, you need? What kind of Yeah, I got you everything. Need? Just get in on here. Yep. Hey, yo, are you are you into podcasts cuz I have one. This is great advertising for Bobsleds. I'm just going to go this is probably oh, yeah, what I'm I brand do. the power strip too. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, was it while you're charging? You might want to check out this podcast. We talked about. Give me your phone. Yeah, we uh, we, it runs two hours. Uh, mostly, it's uh. By the time you're done listening, your phone's charged. It's totally charged. It's yeah. gonna be great. You're gonna have a lot of a lot of fun. You're making fun of me, but then I'm not time, at all. It's a good you're, tip. You're like you. You know what? Maybe I will bring a power strip. I'm just imagining the back check guys like feeling it, being like, "You mind taking this out?" Sure. It ain't a lightsaber. <laughs> it ain't a lightsaber. It's a power strip. And yeah. he's gonna be like, it's got USB. It's got USB uh, uninterrupted power supply backup. UPS. It's UPS. <laughs> I just bring. I bring, just bring this UPS with me to yeah. a giant brick battery. Yep. I like That's it. It is. Idea. It is not a bad tip. On the way down, uh, if this is your first time you're driving, I think it's worth just a quick stop at uh, at Griffith Park. Easy off the freeway. You jump on in. your way down. Driving. Yeah, you're driving down. Right. Yeah. 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 You're driving down. This is your first time. It's ideal. It's an ideal situation. Don't you want to get there though? I mean, I agree. I think Griffith Park. You're is not a great going idea. to the park this day. This is a travel day. You're gonna jump off in uh, in the Los Feliz, Los Feliz, Los Feliz, Feliz, I think they Los say Feliz. I think they say Feliz uh, down there. And uh, it's really easy. It's easy right off the road. Bump up to that carousel if you can give it a ride. Great if you just take a picture with it. What a great way to start your first trip at where where the idea, so to speak, uh, originated. Yeah, it's good. There you go. Start at start at Griffith. Start at Griffith Park if you can. Because here's the other thing: when you when you yeah. do that, when you start at Griffith Park like that, as you're driving home, it puts a very it puts a very distinct start to the trip, and you'll remember that, and you'll be like, "Man, that Griffith Park stop was so long ago. It feels like it was. It so does long feel ago. like it forever ago. Yes. Yeah. And so I like that. It true. puts it puts this real hard start on the trip. I like it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna get some real some real tips. Let's here. okay. Let's okay? get down. To if it. you the thought the power strip <laughs> yeah. was unorthodox, the uh, epitome of practicalness. Yeah. Let me give you a let me give you a serious a serious practical tip. All right. Get a park hopper always. Okay. Always pay for the park hopper. And now some of our listeners may be more familiar with Walt Disney World than they are with Disneyland. Okay, yeah, that's probably true. And I would not give the same advice for Walt Disney World. In fact, oftentimes I give the advice. Because they're very far apart. Because they're very far apart. It takes about 40 minutes to get park to park, generally. You just hop out the exit, walk across the Esplanade. I cannot express 
how easy it is to park hop in Disneyland to the extent that it really feels like one gigantic park. This like, is true. It, it does. And, and, and it's In fact, it's you'll hear so families unique. in Disneyland on their walkie-talkies or their phone talking to the other half of their family, which is in DCA. Yes. And so it is very much, it's not an uncommon conversation to hear of like, somebody ran in to get food at Disneyland is going to carry it back over to DCA right. because they like that th- or whatever. Like you'll right. hear weird things where the parks merge. And so it just, it is worth the park hopper at all times. I think e- so. Even, even with young kids, because again, you'll be able to move back and forth so easily uh, and, and also, again, if you take my, tri- my my tip of taking a break in the middle of the day, you leave one park, you take a nap, you come back to the other park. Sure, and yeah. So you you do day you do daytime in one park and nighttime in the other park. If you stay for a second day, you flip flop it. Well, the thing I'd say, yeah, if this is your first time, your first time right. at Disneyland Resort, uh, you are going to go Disneyland first. Of you course, need, you, you are. need the classic Main Street with yeah, the castle. You're not wearing flip flops and going to DCA for your first time. <laughs> yeah, you're not a local. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. So yeah, you're gonna start at Disneyland, then break over to DCA for a little bit, then go take your nap, then start, and then finish your day at Disneyland. And then along with that, let me let me uh, give you a two for here. Oh wow. Uh, you get a max pass. You uh, oh, I always say, always buy a max pass. Now with COVID, I don't know how it works. Yeah, I don't know how it works now. But always, it's, there, it is not. Once you go max, available. you never you never relax. You know what I'm saying? You never relax. You never go back. You never do. You never no. relax that standard. No, you don't. Go max, never relax. And it is it, it is a little bit like crack. Like once you get that max pass, you can't not have it. I don't know where this is going at this okay. point, but I think you're right. I, think I love you, it. Crack? I always held. <laughs> No, the max pass. Oh, okay. I held off on getting it. I'm like, I don't need to spend, I don't need to support. It's yeah, like, I'm not going to spend that much. And it's per person. You have to upgrade right. every so you're ticket like, to oh, max man, pass. It's like an extra 20 bucks or but 25 bucks or whatever it is. It feels like a video game where like, well, you could walk to the, to the, to the vendor way on the other side of town yes. in this video game, or you could take this like flying Griffin and be there in two seconds. I'll be like, no, I'll do that. I'll pay. I think I got it for just me yeah. one time because I was like, well, you get the photo pass included. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I just pay it for me. And then I bought Max Pass for the whole family, yep. and I was like, I will never do yep. anything different again. Yep. It is not Fast Pass Plus, which is what is over at well, Walt Disney. Oh World. yeah, I don't know anything about that. Fast Pass Plus is a convoluted, terrible system. Interesting. That involves reserving your rides like sixty days in advance. Oh yeah, right? no, that's not it's what this is. Awful. Max Pass is amazing. Yeah. I literally. Uh, and this is where again, not a big fan of using my phone within Disney parks, but this is where the beauty of it is. You, I was at Small World, mm-hmm. and I made a Fast Pass reservation for Guardians of the Galaxy yep. in a different park, yep. and I was able to ride Small World and leisurely walk down Main Street, walk through ben- Buena Vista Street, drop my half my family off in Cars Land, and pick up to- uh, Tower to or Guardians of the Galaxy uh, on yeah. a Fast Pass. And you can do that because you have a Park Hopper and you have Max Pass. I feel like, yeah, I've all, I don't feel like this is evergreen uh, content because I feel like this is going to change in the next five years significantly. But for what it was, Max Pass at Disneyland was a Fast Pass management system yes. that was beautiful. Uh, it's, uh, it, your it Fast is Pass everything, would get canceled and then right. would upgrade to a use wherever you want thing, which they've tailored a little bit. It was great. I mean, you, you could literally... Do you think that will go... I hope they don't. that doesn't go away. It, they, they, With virtual queuing and the bands that are coming, I think it will to some I degree. Know. I mean, they figured it out. The thing is, they figured it out so well for Disneyland. It worked really well. And and again, really made FastPass Plus over at Walt Disney World look even more ridiculous than it was hmm. because it worked so well. So I, I, I would hope that, that this does come back post-COVID and that it, it gets brought over to Florida as well because it's just – it is an ideal way of managing all the attractions yeah. uh, that you want to get on. Right on. My next tip, Todd, whoever's listening to this that's not been thinking about <laughs> oh, it. 
First, I forgot who you're talking about. Oh, yeah, no, our friend. That's right, our friend. Not Doug. you. I know your name's Doug. Uh, list, That's right, right here. Is It's fun if you can sort of try to have a mission beforehand, and I'll tell you why it's fun. Like a personal mission? Uh, a, a family mission, or yeah. the people that are in trip. And a mission would be like, eat popcorn from all the popcorn carts, ride all the lines in Fantasy Land, do 100% completion in Critter Country. Every with, mountain. Yeah, That's one every mountain, like yeah. do every mountain. And and so why it's fun is because it gives you something to kind of help plan your day and make calls when nobody knows what to do. You can always go back to the mission. Uh, and then you'll take photos of you guys completing these missions. And so when you try to show those photos to your friend, you can give them some context. Like, oh, we rode every mountain or we did every popcorn car. That way your friends like looking at your pictures versus um, it's so funny when you get to Disneyland, you have this feeling for a second where you're like, I'm the only one here. I can't believe I finally no made it. Ever been here <laughs> no before. one's ever been here before with my friends and family right now. I must share Every, All of, literally every photo I've ever taken here. I've taken a never step forward down Main Street, halfway down Main Street, almost to the castle, at the castle, going through. The, you just think like, this is the most magical place. I'm super excited yes. to be here. I worked to get here. I spent a ton of money. I finally made it. Everybody at work, everybody in my family. You have that feeling. And then you have your kids going like, take a picture here too. Yeah. Take a picture here too. So now you've 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 quadrupled the yeah. amount of photos you're taking. And if you just hashtag Disneyland, Disneyland Resort on Instagram, you can literally get a real-time feed of everybody's trip. There's no need for this. Yeah. But if you have a mission you take pictures when you when you show people that or put it on instagram you can put some context of popcorn cart one of five down or whatever it is uh, mountain you know you can give some context it, it makes them a little more fun and it gives you a way to do a tiebreaker if there's some disagreement of what you should do next i think that is a fantastic tip because i've been b minuses mostly uh, no, so no, no, far. no this one is this one you you've really elevated your entire game with this one yeah. i'm really proud of you not power strip not power strip level it's but not club. power strip level <laughs> right but it's it's something it's not locker on the way in stash your stuff go take a nap you breeze through is that a power strip level. in your locker yeah it is yeah <laughs> i'm gonna use it tomorrow later this afternoon yeah. uh it's fan so but it's really good your suggestion is really good i would say in addition to that like the mission also maybe even like a little scavenger hunt like oh yeah you, like on your way down as you are trying to kill time if you're driving uh, and you have a long road trip you can make a scavenger hunt these are the things that we have to find yeah. while we are in disneyland uh, and then uh, again, fun. you take photos of it, and it's now you're telling a story about your versus trip down. just saying like, "Have you guys seen the castle? It's pretty neat. It looks great at night." Right? No, you're like, right on. take a take a picture of X or make sure to get an autograph from this character or that type of thing. This is a fantastic tip. I wonder if you'll like it or not. Power it's, strip tip? Is uh, it like a power strip level tip? Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I can't no, wait. it's not. It's more of a it's more of a theoretical tip. But if this really is your first time. Um, Disneyland seems, it, I equate Disneyland to like a bobsleds and banthas, uh, Imagineer interview where you're like, this is so exciting. I can't believe we're getting to do this. And then you spend two hours on the first question uh, <laughs> and, and so <laughs> yes. Disneyland can function that way. Uh, where if you're there for just one day, it's your first time or you can really eat up a lot of time in one land or at yeah, DCZ, sure. DC. And so I would say. Be aware of how much time you're spending. Maybe commit to just doing one thing in each land if you have one day, so that you see the whole wow. the whole park. Or you you if you have multiple days, you can say like, "There's two theories here. You can try to do the same day every day of your vacation, yeah, just kind of right. mix it up. Yeah. Or you can say this is going to be a Tomorrowland, Fantasyland, a heavy day. Then tomorrow we're going to do these things. People yep. have different opinions, but I would say just be aware that you can eat up a lot of time waiting for two hours for a ride, for sure, and then eating in that land and then doing a couple other small pickup lines. You've been in this land now for four hours and a third of your day is gone. Or finding yourself like coming back to that land over and over again, yeah, uh, not intentionally, just because just oh like yeah, I want to get back here to do this. Yeah, we're just we were really Tomorrowland. 
heavy. Yeah. We didn't mean to eat up sort of a third of our day in Tomorrowland, but now I'm, we have to kind of blaze through some other parts. So yeah. just depending on how many days you're going and what your objectives are, uh, you might just want to force yourself to move to a different land. Because here's the thing about Disneyland. It's like wonderful. It, like the, the, the land kind of gives you a hug. And it's like we have rides. We have shows. We have things you can explore. Yeah, we you have could food. Spend, you can spend yeah, all day here. We have food here. Yeah. And you can just – and you can kind of lose track of time and realize, holy cow, did we just eat all the day there? Um, if it's your first time, I want you to see all of it. I think it's a great tip. Oh, phew. I think it's a fantastic tip. All right. I got two left. Okay, cool. Me too. They both involve Fantasyland. Great. The second to last one is get in the right line for the Matterhorn on the Fantasyland side. Okay. It's my preferred side. And I'm going to say, a lot of people will tell you, yeah, but it's the slower side. And I say, that's a good thing. Yeah. So right side, Fantasyland side of the Matterhorn. If this is your first time, uh, I like this tip. If this is your first time, sometimes you will not be given that option. You'll have to ask for it. That's sometimes, true. Sometimes there's a cast member splitter there like past said, the fast right. that will just usher you in. You'd have to say like, oh, can we really wait for the other side? Uh, so That's just, true. Just, just know that you, you can ask for that. Any secret that you know about in Disneyland, you can ask for. Um, you can wait. You can ask to ride a specific spot on Thunder Mountain. Yep. Uh, I like to be just real chill about it, but we like to ride in the back of Thunder Mountain. Do you? Uh, yeah. Because of the speed? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's it's all great, but you know it feels like it pulls you over. It's sure. like a front right. heavy thing. Yeah. So we do usually ask very nicely yeah. if it's not too much trouble. Is there any way we could wait to get in fourteen fifteen or whatever? They're usually fine with it. But I like that tip. What about yours? Uh, my what <laughs> tip? <laughs> oh, is that what we're doing? Hey, I'm going to go with my we've two real quick, and then we'll let... We've been doing a podcast for two hours. I thought we were just talking. We're talking about tips. I'm going to do two. Wait, did we two. hit the record button? Oh, good. Boy, I sure hope so. I like... Uh, I'm going to do two real quick. Yeah. And then so that Scott can bring it home. Here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. Don't take don't take pictures of things. Take pictures of people. Oh, Take pictures of your people. You don't need to take pictures of things. That's one. The other one is... And you'll like this one. People you know? Yes, people that are with you, sure. you and the people that you yeah. know. Okay, right. Uh, and then this one you'll you'll not like only because you sh- think it should be only time is that pick at least one queue, one long queue, one e-ticket queue where you're going to go tech free, no heads up game, no looking on your phone, no checking email. Just pretend that it's 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 1979 yes. and there's no there's none of the stuff and just talk to each other yes. and hang out. Just one line. One of the things that you said very very early on in in Bob's and Bantha's was. Uh, was that you never get this time back. I know. And and that there's a, a, an ability to cherish the time that you have in a place that you love with yeah. people that you love to talk about something you've never talked about before yes. or to dream in a way that you've never dreamed communally before, that type of thing. And I just, that has always resonated with me because it very cleanly encapsulated the thing that I love about waiting in lines at Disney. Right. Is because you share in the excitement together. And when, and this is one of the reasons why I rail against phones, because if everybody's on their phone to kill time in a line, yeah. then you are missing the experience of being in a line together. It's not at, one of the most unique places in the world yeah. that you could be. It's not unlike life where like, I think we feel this way about our jobs. I think we feel this way about uh, maybe the work week, especially the work week, especially in the United States. We feel like we're waiting for something to happen. We're waiting for the weekend. We're, we're constantly waiting. And what you do when you wait is you try to pass the time so that the thing you want to have happen happens seems to happen quicker. Right. At Disneyland, that is, I need to get through this line, through a fast pass, through some system, through playing a game in line, through not being bored. Boredom's the enemy. 
so that I can get what I want, which is to ride this line. But a significant part of your life is going by. And so I guess my encouragement is to just remember that in life and in line, like you are living your life in line. Yeah. Like that is part of life, that conversation. And it's okay to be bored. It's okay to have, you know, it, conversations will come up. But it, it's not unlike life that way, right? Don't always be waiting for the next thing or else you're going to actually miss the thing that you're doing right now. And what you're doing right now is having... It's that time with your with your having, family, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, people that you love, spouse or with your kids, having conversations you've never had before yeah. about things, and it's fun. Uh, it's fun how like conversations start in some line, then you go on a ride, and the ride actually happens so quickly that you like you'll wait in line for Haunted Mansion, and then you'll stop that conversation, and you go on Haunted Mansion, and they're kind of talk about nonsense. You get in line for Thunder Mountain, and you, and pick, and the you kind of pick the conversation back, back up, up right. but you're in the West now, <laughs> yeah. So like the conversation yeah. has this like Western flair to yeah. it. I think that's great. Think Only great happens too. in Disneyland, I think, or a Disney type park. But I love those times. One hundred percent. Yeah. Appreciate the time that you have. That's good. While like you're the, waiting. Yeah. While you're not waiting, you're living. You're living, man. Yeah. All right. My last trip. My last trip. Not your last trip. I hope not. My last tip. Yeah. What is it for this segment? Is you're gonna want to get a great view of the fireworks when they have fireworks. Oh, interesting. You're gonna want to have a great view of the fireworks, and a lot of you would think, oh, well, that view is going to be in front of the castle. Yep. Hub. End of the hub. End right of the there. Hub. I think. My personal desire, my personal feeling, is you watch it in front of It's a Small World. Yeah. You get great views, a great angle, and a great backdrop. Yep. And you're not jockeying for position with everybody else in the hub. Yeah. I like that. If you can't get uh, room 537 at the Fairfield Marriott across the street and watch it from the balcony, <laughs> yeah, right. then I, I like that tip. There's a little uh, raised landing on the walkway towards Small World That's that right. you can cozy down in and then stand up when it's time. And uh, all the projection mapping that they do on the castle yeah. if is you like on fireworks, Small that's, World. That's great. Yeah. You could also at that time choose to go on Splash Mountain. Well, I enjoy fireworks. the ambience of Disneyland. I'm not just there for the attractions. Totally. I yeah. wish that were my life. I know. We're going to ride so many rides, I think. It's going to be great. I hope so. I'm very excited for you. Yeah. Well, Aaron. Yes, sir. Thanks for sharing your tips with the Bantha Tears. Thank you for sharing your tips with the Bantha yeah. Tears. Do you feel like those were real first-time tips or just tip tips? I think they were real first-time tips. Oh, I, think, I think they're tip good was? for any time. My last tip Oh, you had was, a tip? You yeah. had a, uh, a tip tip? Yeah, my last tip was uh, don't follow any of our advice. Go figure it out for yourself. Just live life, man. That's what I'm saying. In line. Yeah. Just live it in Except line. Except that power strip thing. That was pretty good. Do that. Yeah. Carry it, it in your back pocket, though. Don't put it in a backpack or whatever. Just put it in your back pocket like no, it's your No, you wallet. just swing it around while you're walking <laughs> yeah, down yeah. the street. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go, power strip. People, Here we go, power strip. Everybody's listening, and they're like, that is, that is stupid. I'm not going to carry a power strip. But then they're going to realize the knowledge. And then the suddenly, knowledge. they're going to finish listening to the podcast, and then about an hour later, or no, not even an hour later, they're going to be packing for their next trip to Disneyland, yeah. and they're going to look over, and they're going to see their power strip, and they're going to be like, Hun, do we have a spare power strip? I told you to stop listening to that pop sleds and banthas. They're giving, they're putting bad things in None your None of those are real tips. Who does that? You're going to look like a crazy person. Yeah. I say, bring the power strip, leave the flip-flops at home. Yeah. That's what I say. Hey, thanks everybody for listening. We love making the show and we hope you've enjoyed listening to it. Aaron is going down to Disneyland like T minus 24 hours. We cannot be more excited. Uh, You'll need to. Uh, If you listen to this episode, the day it was released, I'm probably in the park right now. You're there. And so there's a good chance you're going to want to hop over to our Instagram channel because you may see some photos or you, who knows, maybe even see like uh, some, some live stuff. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of, of, of blogging in the park. But you know, we'll only I'm sure have like five people on there. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. Maybe I won't. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll just kind of tune out and do some Instagram. But maybe we'll just it. do like a little chat with each other. Like, how's yeah. it going? Tell me what's going on. You know, just okay, one cool. Of yeah, we'll do that. Things. And then I'll do a lot of just chest shots of of my bobsled shirt. That'd be great. Plus, a lot of people out here just want more chest photos of me in general. Who on doesn't? Our, in the Instagram. Look at those pecs. <laughs> it's like what I hear the most of on our Instagram. Can you get one? Get, chill on Newsome. Two more. Uh, more absolute pecs. That's what everybody's asking yep. for universally. I don't know where I, I lost myself in this outro. Oh, fun. Let's start uh, it again. Anyways, this has been Bob's and Banthos. Yes, we sir. release every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon, wherever you listen to podcasts, we're, we want to be there. Uh, and, and we probably are. Yeah. Please make sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts. And we would love it if you left us a review. I would love a review. I w- we haven't gotten a new review in a while. Do you know the last review we got? is the one that sent me into a tailspin. Oh, no, really? Yeah. Oh, so There might be one, but leave a five-star review for leave Scott. Leave a five-star written review. It really helps us out. It helps the, it helps us know what you like about the show, and it helps other people find out about it. You can visit us at bobsonsandbanthas.com. You can email us, podcast at bobsonsandbanthas.com. Hey, this whole show was as a result of receiving an email from a very great bantheteer, Todd. Just this episode. Just this episode. Yep. But you email us, we're going to read it on the air. Probably do what you say. And we'll probably, whatever you tell us to do, we'll end up doing it. Whole show on Newsome? All right. I'll dig into the guy's history. I don't know. Fantastic. I'd like to know who does his hair. I know who does your hair. We had a little conversation. I'd like to know who does his hair. It seems on point most days is all I'm saying. I agree. Okay. I agree. But so as far as the governor goes, hair, big thumbs up. He's got good hair. He does. He really does. You can't argue that. He's got good hair. Yeah. I'll give him that. Better than you? (laughs) (laughs) If you could have seen the genuine snarl. No. Take that out of here. Take Listen, you and your iPhone tips out of here. He's got a good hair. That's all I'm going to give him. Wait, your kids do like a real painting in the park on your phone? I don't understand. This seems like it's going to take a lot of time. I don't like this tip at all. Let's move on with the outro. Now that you tell me it's like a finger sketch. It's a finger sketch. I'm got more okay with that. Okay. Because that's just killing time. Yeah. That's not spending time on your phone. That's oh, just that's killing making time. memories with your kids. That's making memories. All right. I'm with I'm, I'm done with that. Hey, you can support us by going over to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Banthas. You can wear us over at Tee Public. Again, if you're going to be in the park, by the time you're listening to this, you may see an Aaron Robbins. If you're wearing a Bob's and Banthas tee, dole that, whip. that's a dole whip. Probably. Probably. See Scott for details. Sure. And you can join the other Bantha tiers for more fun on Instagram. We're at Bob's and Banthas. Until next week, he's been Aaron. I'm going to Disneyland. And I've been Scott. I'll be laying sod this weekend in beautiful Sacramento, California. And we've been Bob's and Banthas. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every day. This Saturday night. Yeah, I'll be done with Disney at that point in time. I don't want to hear myself talking anymore. Yeah, I'm sick of all this Disney stuff. Yeah, I would never listen to a Disneyland podcast on the way on the way home from Disney. No, I probably wouldn't either. To be totally honest, I, probably, I need a yeah. break. I'm listening to stuff on just like how trains work and stuff. So why does it have so many parts? Have you ever looked at a train and been like, why does it have so many parts? I don't understand train. Why do you have so many parts? It's a lot of parts, and they're all kind of big and expensive. Why does it have so many parts? It's probably the reason why the car was made. I would think so. Because you're just like, look how many wheels are on that thing. Why do you have so many, so much stuff? Yeah, why do trains Doesn't a track do, do most of the work? That's what I would say. If a train were a real thing, I'd be like, look, you don't have to carry around all that stuff. What are you doing? But it does. That's the thing. It's a ton of stuff. It has to locomate itself. Right.
all you do is move forward. The track The is, track doesn't do anything. All the track does is just give it the place where it goes. Right, but you don't need a steering wheel or anything like that at this point in time. You need a brake, though. I guess so. That's what I think when I think of a train. I look at it and I just go, that is a lot of stuff. Let me ask is, you this. Does go anybody ahead. Does anybody that uh, anybody that builds trains for like a living like look at a train and be like I know what every I know what every what, what every one of those parts does. I know what all those parts do. Or it's like I can't, I know what most of them do. No, there's like there can't be. There I know, cannot be a person that I know knows we what every need all of them. I don't know what all of them do. It's like that uh that old thing about the blind man and the elephant where they all think it's a different animal. Because they don't have the they don't have the ability to see all of them. You ever heard this? No. It's like a what do they call it? A uh, fable, like an Aesop's fable okay. type of thing. You have like five blind men, and they're all feeling an elephant. Yeah. And one says, "Oh, this is clearly a snake." Oh, it's right. Feeling the trunk, and trunk. Yeah. Right. Yeah. With a tail. So it's like that's what it's like with a train. Yeah, it is. It's just like yeah. You have multiple blind men that build a train. Yes. And they all think they're building something else. It moves forward. It's got a lot of parts. Lots of parts. Do you think it should be lighter? I feel like trains should be lighter. You know, whenever I go to the train museum. Oh, the one in Sacramento? Yeah, it's great. So good. Uh, I spent the better part of five years there almost every single yeah, day. we love Becoming it. a young, as a young parent, mm-hmm. right? Every single time I got near one of those trains. Yeah. I am, uh, I'm struck by the, by the sheer size of it, mm-hmm. like of yeah. the engines Huge. and how beautiful they are. And then there's that sense of me that is always nervous that I'm going to get run over, even though, huh, yeah. even though they are parked, they're not going anywhere. No. I could like slippity dippity off. I'm just always like, is that thing just going to roll toward me by accident? Am I going to find myself underneath the train somehow? Yeah. I don't know how. Yeah. Those trains are still dripping oil in a lot of places. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah. And uh, we have earthquakes here in California. You, it, it's uh, not you outside get, the realm of you possibility. You get a little rumbler tumbler and then yeah. there's the track is slick. And then and then in 20 years, they say like, oh, don't stand there. And the little kid's like, why not? And like, and well, those, one, yeah. one year there was this podcast host and he actually he he got, got run over by a train. He got run over by train. a stationary train. <laughs> he got ran over by a, It was stationary bananas. Ironically, he was wearing a stationary banana shirt, got killed by a non-moving train. It's the weirdest thing that's ever happened. We actually sell a DVD of it in the gift shop. (laughs) Like, we caught it on security cameras. Most of it's blurred out, but it's pretty awesome. It's blurred out for legal reasons. (laughs) Uh, But you still get the general sense, and if you want, we've made t-shirts out of it, too. Yeah, it's cool. Electro-synthomagnetic musical sound. Through the magic of light and sound... Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. Open every day, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done.